0: When she fought Titan at the very beginning of this game, and looking at her face, right, yes. and... It's just blank. she Emotionless. Just, she yeah. just was completely void of emotion. That's a good point. And you could see some strategic thought as to what was happening, what she, yeah. or what was going to be my next move. But like she was so blank-faced, yes. just stone-faced, and not... Apathetic. Yes. Totally. Whereas yes. Titan's all upset and raging, and all of the other... Um, icons that we see in the game it's like they have a deep oh, garuda, deep personality for sure. oh yeah. garuda for sure <laughs> but then her she was just emotionless yeah and knowing that now and then going back and remembering mm-hmm. how i had seen her portrayed before yeah. uh it's like sad yeah like, it's like really sad but it's like i saw that in her but i didn't know that that's what yeah. it was now i know what it was and like yeah. oh man it makes the previous scene so on a second playthrough of this game for example yeah that scene's gonna hit a lot a lot differently yeah. than it did <laughs>
1: Welcome back to the State of the Arc podcast. My name is Mike. My name's Kayson. We're back to discuss Final Fantasy sixteen. Yeah. We left off as Jill and Clive are on their way to Drake's Breath to destroy the Mother Crystal, which is held by the Iron Blood. Yep. Um, they had just passed the Town of Amber. Now they have arrived at the gate that leads to Port Isoldi, which is where um, they're going. They're, they're first before they, they have to get a ship. In order to get there, yeah. <laughs> so they're going to uh, Clive's uncle Byron. Yep. They're they're on their way to meet him, hoping that he will give them help. Yeah. Um. And hoping that he's still yes a good good person i was surprised that such a person would have been left in power at all by annabelle i am too but but he
0: does talk about how he has consented to a lot of the evil that has been he has a line
1: later on where he apologizes for that so we'll get to that in a minute but i was surprised at this point playing the game i'm like why would his uncle still be in any position i know
0: (laughs) the brother of of owen (laughs) rossfield was that his name the brother of uh, Elwyn, Elwin. Elwin, that yeah. was it. The brother of Elwyn Rossfield yeah. would for sure have been killed. I would have, I would think so. If his son had to be killed, his brother probably should have been killed. I would think but so. But once again, this is um, what we encountered in uh, the previous city of people just being like, keep your head down and don't say anything wrong. And yeah. then like... You can live a not-quality life that way, sure, and you can watch horrific things happen around you if you do that, yes. Yes. Uh, You will eventually probably be killed anyways. Um, But that seems to be Byron's approach as well, is like, hey, man, I'm just going to do what I need to do to survive, and I'm not really going to worry about this other stuff. Uh,
1: Rob is saying it's because he is super rich. But my question would be, you I could kill matter. him and just it, take his In his an money. empire? <laughs> you know, kill him and take his money, right?
0: Money doesn't do as much. Look at what, um, gosh, I don't want to pick on China, but look what happened to Jack Ma.
1: Oh, yeah. Jack
0: Ma became one of the richest people in the world, and the Chinese government was just like, hey, um, you're done now. <laughs> and what do you do when you're in a totalitarian-type totalitarian government? When you're in a government that yeah. has that much control? you can't do anything like Byron. What can he do against such reckless hate (laughs) as the emperor, right? The emperor has absolute authority and can just take his money. His money is not his. Unless, um, I mean, there, I I think there are
1: ways you could explain this. How much influence does he have? Does he have, I, I, I would assume he doesn't have any kind of army or anything or a militia or anything. No, he might have a guard or two, but nothing. Yeah. But maybe his connections, business connections, yeah. It would be more of a pain to get rid of That's a guy a good point. Yes. than to just leave him there. As long so as that he's not fighting. The you. money can keep flowing in taxes wise. That's a good point. And the That's economy a can continue to. As long as we're sure he's going to. Yes. We threaten him sufficiently yes. to where he will not yeah, yeah. You know, resist. He's not Maybe gonna, it's less no. of a pain to just leave him alone.
0: That's it. I That's could, it. I could That's see it. that being. That's good political thinking. Yeah. That's mo- probably what happened. Anyway,
1: he's still there. So Clive's going to go see if they can get some help, uh, but they they get stopped at the gate because they're not letting anybody through. There's all these refugees out there, yeah, trying to get in, and they're like, "No, f off! Like we're we're not letting you in. We're Did, start cutting you down. Oh, why don't you just try it?" And they're like all arguing. Well, because they're
0: starving. They're like, "My kid yeah. hasn't eaten in three days. Like we are not leaving. You're going to have to kill me because we're going to die of starvation anyways." Yeah. And they're saying because of the blight, there's just not as much food yeah. as there used to be. Um, another thing too, did we already talk about the people who were like crucified or strung up on pikes? Oh, we, we forgot to mention that, but okay. yeah, they saw so that there was on the another way there city too. where yeah. people were strung up on pike on yeah, pikes and bearers, I think, yeah. and bearers upside down, right yeah, side up. Right. that they, they were tied to a stake basically, but lifted way up into the air. Yeah. Um, and what's really interesting is the uh, Empire, yeah. basically, they have the city called Twinside. And yeah. the tops of every building in Twinside is this massive pike that reaches up, taller than the building itself, yes. going way high up into the sky. Yep. It's crazy. And it, it does remind one of something along the lines of a cross being at the top of a cathedral sure. or a church or something yeah. like that. Because the goddess Grieger, this is really good. We're going to talk about this in this episode. But in behind the emperor is this huge mural of goddess Grieger. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like a cool- it's really cool. Baroque, it's really cool. It's really cool. awesome. The goddess Grieger is standing atop a dragon holding a spear. Mm-hmm. The spear is Grieger's weapon of choice, it seems. Yes. This is the weapon. It's where the so, dragoons get their- There you go. The dragoons have the spear. Right. They, yes. they're, they're lancers, right. So, when we now see these bearers and the the creative way in which they were killed- being put up on these spear pikes basically it's essentially something like what crucifixion was to the christians this is what the grieger this is what the uh the sambrek kind of region this is how they kill people it reminds me a little bit of vlad the impaler although these people didn't quite look impaled they were just like tied to it and then right. left to burn in the sun and die yeah. slowly. Yeah. Right, which is h- horrific. Really bad. Um, but yeah. this, the the imagery here of seeing all these steeples with a bearer on top of each one and then when we later, when we go and see Twin Side, look at that city and just imagine a bearer on each one of those yeah, pikes, right. steeples basically. Yeah. And that is, uh, that's creepy. Yeah. But you can tell that this is something of a, maybe something of a, it's a creative way to kill people, but it matches up with specifically like the iconography of their religion. Yeah.
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. I
0: think that's right. Yeah. Or at least the city and their, their local beliefs or kind of stuff. So, anyways, really creepy stuff.
1: Yeah. So they they can't get into Port Isoli, yep. but um, he remembers Byron telling him about this sort of underground passage. Uh, the, called the, Lazar- the Lazarus the Raza-
0: District. Lazarus district uh, and in we're in Ro- Ro- Rosaria, basically, right? Yes. Uh, this is great. You've got yes. Joshua, you've got the Phoenix, you've got Lazarus, you've got these mm. motifs of death and rebirth, like yep. coming back t- from the dead kind of stuff happening here.
1: So they head but, in there thinking the district is abandoned. Turns out it's not. There are uh, bandits and outlaws there.
0: Yeah, I wrote down um, that they thought these paths were abandoned. They thought these <laughs> paths were abandoned. <laughs> I thought these paths were abandoned. <laughs> Yeah, so... uh, but Here's the thing, though. So we get ambushed, right, as we're going through there, right? It's like, oh, no, these people show up. We kill them. We kill... I don't... This has happened a couple times. It says, um... This happened
1: here? Yes, I know. Yes. In in the quest completed thing or whatever. Here, and this also happens again later in Dalamil.
0: Yes, I remember. You you don't like, kill the dudes,
1: you just beat them up.
0: I didn't But think it so definitely
1: <laughs> looks like you killed the dudes. It
0: basically <laughs> seems like we massacred them. And I keep my notes throughout this whole thing. I'm just like, wow, <laughs> they're really cool with us, given that we killed eight of them.
1: Yeah. But, you so know, uh, I don't think in this scene, or in the one later in Dalmo, they actually killed those people. It was okay. just like they subdued them. Sure. And then they were like, oh, man, you beat us up okay that was a test um <laughs> in this case uh wade sir, sir wade. wade comes out and he recognizes uh clive and he's like oh my goodness yeah. you're still alive so they have their you know sort of uh, reunion they talk about old times and things like that um but essentially uh byron has been secretly funding his little group
0: yeah, this little um, like rebellious
1: group and the returners. Yeah, the returners basically. <laughs> um, and so uh, he he brings you in. Um, what does he say here? Uh, he he gives you some information about the state of the realm now, and uh, yeah. the emperor has a new heir. Um, there, so his mother Annabella has given a birth new child. to a new child, yes. who is the emperor's son.
0: Yeah, Olivier, 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 I think is the way they say it, yeah. Yeah, Um, Clive has a really good line here when speaking of Annabella. He says that she hated bearers, but she would never have overlooked their value to the realm. Yes. That's kind of been my criticism with a a lot of what's been happening in the game, and I think it's been well addressed, right? like Society and people and stuff is complicated. You can't, just because bearers are valuable, like you, you... I, I can still see them absolutely being enslaved and horribly treated, despite their their high value. Yeah. Uh, but then Clive is bringing up basically the same question that I was asking previously, even about the Iron Dominion, with uh, with uh, uh, Ifrit and not Ifrit with um, the girl Jill. Oh, yeah. right, where it's like this is crazy. Like they they hate the uh, um, d- dominance, yes. but they would never question their uh, what? What do you say? would never overlook their value to the realm, yes. right? It's basically the exact question that I've been having right here. And so this is good for me, I think, because this, this hints to me that, okay, they've acknowledged the game, the world, the story, the director, the writer. They've acknowledged that, yes, this isn't the most sound strategic like, way to deal with this kind of situation, but there's something else going on here. And that's, I think, the point, yes. right? It's like, okay, what would drive people to get rid of something that is valuable to the realm? On purpose, right? Because, and, and it can't hate is not sufficient. This is what Clive is saying. H- hating bears is not sufficient. You still want the money and the magic and the power, right? Mm-hmm. And so that once once my concern has been addressed, even if it hasn't been answered yet, <laughs> I, I, I my my feelings They're are assuaged a little yeah, bit, and I'm just right. like, okay, I think they will answer. Give me a a an answer that um that I can like live with. Sure. It's coming. I just yeah. have to wait a little bit.
1: Yeah, so uh, Clive decides he's gonna help Wade out um, with. There's this host of Black Shields who are on their way to do some more cullings. He wants to stop the cullings, so he's like, "Let's go take out this sort of like main host and their their sort of leader, and like put an end right, to this yeah. in the in the area that they're in." So they they go out and they do that. They fight together. It's kind of a cool moment. They're like was area, was area. Yeah. They go and fight him, kill
0: him, and it's really good. And then the. <laughs> I just I love the way that the black shields have like black mages that are wearing the hood and they're all kind of dressed up like the black yes. mages and stuff mm-hmm. and um, you get a, you get really good looks at them uh, here but yeah. they're they're totally oh black yeah mages. the mage the mage the mages enemies. in the back yeah. but the way they're dressed you can't see their face yeah the hood yeah it's kind they're, of a motif you know, of a black mage class exactly yeah. I thought it was really cool
1: um, okay so outside of that I don't have much with Wade I, I kind of just my next is at Byron's Manor but. They yeah. basically, well, they seed and he tells him.
0: Yeah, they they they
1: win. You can get in to his manor this way, and they let him go through. I'm guessing the last like path, and, a
0: tunnel. Kind of reminds you of Vagrant story a little bit. You're going through these underground paths through this abandoned city, right? So <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really good. Um, <clears throat> this is a good line from Wade. He says. And this is the this is the proper symbolism. This is the correct way to see it. Yes. Whereas the black uh, shields ha- were seeing it incorrectly. But Wade says, as long as the Firebird burns in our hearts, Rosaria will not fall. Right? Mm-hmm. It's like you are the flame that keeps the city, and you yeah. are the ones who will rebuild it when it falls. Yes. Right? Like the people are the flame. Anyways, yes. it's 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 really good and so he basically writes the symbolism he kind of like sets it back up where how it's supposed to be Mm -hmm. and he's you know trying to make a stand for that and i that's i thought that was really good
1: yeah um so we cut ahead to byron's Manor. uh they're telling him to wait and he's gonna go they're gonna go get byron and do you think they'll believe us is like not a chance (laughs) <laughs> he's gonna believe that it's me and byron comes no, in how dare you claim to be my nephew yeah. you liar who are you and he's like threatening him or whatever. i thought he
0: would take one look and know immediately because other well, people yeah. did like in martha's uh, rest yeah those people, people around him yeah right it, away. they thought we were literally owen
1: yeah so uh especially the clothing right it, this is the clothing his brother would have worn growing up exactly the exact
0: like vest anyway
1: he doesn't he doesn't believe him at first so he in order to convince him he starts repeating some lines from an old like play that maybe they used to reenact together and and, you know it takes him off guard and he responds with the other lines and they have a moment oh it really is you it's a nice little moment um, and okay, we're going to dine now. Bring the good plates. Like we're going to eat my <laughs> nephews here. He's in town. <laughs> Byron has a
0: flair for the dramatic. Yeah. For he sure. loves, he loves the drama. Yep.
1: Um, so while they're eating and catching up and Clive's telling him his story up to now, Byron says something here. Something has changed quite what I don't know, but the woman we knew talking about Annabella is <sighs> gone and a monster sits in her place. Okay. And again, on its face, I go, What are you talking about? She's always been this way. <laughs>
0: oh well, for start, you're right. <laughs> she's From always what, been a monster. As far as we
1: could tell. Like she's always bro- been horrible. Yeah. But I think what he's saying is she's even worse. That's and it crazy. doesn't make sense, like you're saying. Yeah. In ways that don't make sense, she's somehow gotten something even else. worse. Yeah. There's something else going on here. Yep. Which is, I think, foreshadowing the influence of Ultima.
0: Like, oh, Ultima yes. is Ultima,
1: he's got his strings and he's pulling yeah. them and she's being pulled by them as well. That's what he's getting at, I think, with that line.
0: I agree. I agree. Um, I also think this calls back a little bit to Final Fantasy VIII, which is really exciting. Oh, okay. Right. In, I don't want to say anything. Oh, because why? Because <laughs> it's basically would a, spoiler. Be a spoiler for but but the, you know, okay. the woman we knew is gone and a monster now sits in her place. Oh, okay. It's, gotcha. Yes. It's, I know uh, what you're referring to. It's just like, oh, gosh, like that just kind of gave me some flashbacks. I thought that was really yeah. cool. Um, Also, I mentioned earlier that the tunnels underneath the abandoned city uh, reminded me a lot of Vagrant Story. And did you look above the fireplace? Did you see the symbol that was there? I
1: did not. What is it?
0: The rude inverse. Really, it's in the straight g- up. What? Well, not. It's more like the sword. Okay, so it's it's a sword going down with two other swords crossing yeah, right. in the. So it is, but it's not like exactly the oh, one from okay. from, it's from not the Vagrant same sword. symbol. But it's, it's a not a like that wooden symbol. looking thing he fights yeah. with. Um, but it's the same symbol, right? It's and it's pointing down, right? Mm. And this is really good though, because. You've got the sword in the middle that's pointing down towards the fireplace. The fire, right? And this yeah. is we're talking about the Phoenix symbolism, right. right? And this is gonna help me read the Phoenix emblem a lot better now when when we ever get back to it. Uh, but then the other two swords making the cross um are pointing towards those candles up on the mantelpiece oh. that are burning. So the the two swords on the X's are pointing downwards towards the flame at, but the flame is rising upwards right that's mm. just what flame does right? Yeah. so you've got the weapons that are pointing down and then the flames that are rising up in, in direct proportion to the, the rude inverse that is on the wall Crazy. looks really well, really, the really in- cool
1: isn't the inverse so the original symbol is the sword pointing down down and the inverse inf- i'm talking vagrant
0: story is it pointing up that's the what he i has. thought the inverse the was tattoo, it pointing down
1: the tattoo on his back is it pointing up is pointing up I oh
0: think. then you're right then it's not the red inverse
1: am i right rob rob is here he knows I thought everything the inverse about vagrant. Was story. pointing down i thought the original symbol was the one pointing down and the inverse was it pointing up but i could be wrong rob would know anyways we'll wait for him to respond but rude
0: inverse see the sword going up yeah but is this the hilt
1: i think the hilt is and the sword's going but up. But that's this not is a the hilt. Top of the blade, and this is where it crosses.
0: Well, I look at it here though. That's the other Vigrant way That's that's not even This the right is one. the rude. It's not the rude inverse. So it, seeing that way. Oh, this downward. is
1: inversed. Yes, yeah, so here's the hilt pointing up. That's pointing that's up. the tattoo that uh, Sydney has on So this guy his got back. it wrong. He has it he the did other it wrong. Way. He has the original symbol. <laughs> it's not inversed on him, I think. But
0: Okay, so I'm yeah. just seeing it both ways. So, so I have hilt, no way the hilt at the bottom, sword pointing up, is the inverse. Okay, I have to. Sorry, here it is. Here it is. This is from the game. It
1: that's looks to me like it's. P- oh, it's that's not. Dark sorry, Souls. Sorry. <laughs> so
0: sorry. Where's the freaking?
1: I actually have struggled to find this. You have to do like this. Really? Like a screenshot. There's, the,
0: like there's so. the sword, but. Yes. Okay. Sorry, guys. Sydney is, very is important. the inverse. Yeah,
1: we know Sydney's is the inverse. I know, but is but is, is, the is the inverse pointing up? Is the one on Sydney's back pointing up? <laughs> this is the question. Here it is. Here it is. It's pointing down. Okay, so it's pointing
0: down so on So it is...
1: So the original symbol is up. The root inverse is down. is down. So okay. this is so the rude inverse. I was inverse. wrong. You were correct.
0: Okay, okay, okay. So this is the rude inverse, um, but, you know, I just think that's kind of a cool yeah. way that they chose to use the symbol. I don't think it means anything directly pertaining to vagrant Vagrant story, um, yep. but really cool. I loved it. And the reunion is great, too. I love Byron. Yeah. He is just a he's just a fun like he's a fun he's just character, a charming guy.
1: Yeah, good character.
0: So he gives them a ship,
1: so that they can yep. sail into the boiling sea where the mother crystal is. Um, I, oh, I, I liked this line yeah. he said before they left because he's like, or they say something like, "What? What? You you believe us or something?" And he's like, <laughs> "Of course I don't. Like, a fool would be, wouldn't believe half the things that you've yeah. you've claimed." You've always
0: been a terrible liar. He says,
1: I have it on good authority that Clive is telling the truth. And he says, whose authority? Why, your own, of course. You've always been a terrible liar.
0: There you go. His subconscious, right? It betrays him.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I know you're not lying. Well, I
0: love that because then Jill, then Clive is like, Jill, am I a bad liar? And Jill's like, well... You you aren't not, or she does a double negative. She's like it's not. He's Byron's not wrong. No yes. way. I wrote it down. I wrote it down. Oh yeah, it's yeah. not untrue. It's not untrue. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that was so good.
1: Yeah, I um, also
0: misinterpreted it when it says we're we're going to get a ship. I thought we were going to get a ship. Oh, and um, we didn't get a ship. Like it, like like the cutscene got get a, ship. a ship to sail with.
1: It's just in the story they got it. <laughs> <People>. In
0: in a <laughs> classical
1: Final <laughs> Fantasy game, this would have been the time in which you get a ship to sail around yes. the ocean with,
0: I, which I thought yes. was going to happen. But you know, that's fine. It's fine. It's all good. Um, okay, so now oh, and then, of I, course, w- I have this line here, and I, 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 just I have I don't know. Okay, should I should I say this? I don't know what happens, um, but this line here is this even though it's speculative, and I have no idea what's. I'm the point I've played to, It hasn't happened. So. Okay. Okay. Byron's going to die. <laughs> you
1: have a sense that he will die.
0: Yeah. I love the uncle a lot. He's really fun. He, um, is important. He's, he's building us this really deep emotional connection. Mm-hmm. And I think the point of it is so that we are very sad when he dies. Could and be. I think that Byron is not long for this world. For I,
1: the part I've played up to, which is further than you, it's still yeah. not the case. So, okay. Well, well we shall out, see. I guess, but, we shall see. Um, Okay, I loved the use of magic in the next scene. Oh, it was Um, really... Really clever. When
0: you talked before about Brandon Sanderson's rules and stuff... Yeah, the first rule or the first law. This one made so much sense. Yes. Like, this use of magic was so, so sensible and logical. Yes,
1: I loved it. So, basically, first of all, it's a boiling sea. So, the sea is hot already. It's a volcanic area. Yeah, it would
0: probably destroy a a typical boat that was sailing through it.
1: So, she's using her ice... To basically yeah.
0: create steam That's so cool. that, that hides the ship. It's like it's like a dual purpose, right? It's yes. like the water's boiling, which is dangerous in of itself, but when you cool it, it also creates steam. Yes. Like it's like you can do both things at once. Yes. Trouble being, Jill has to expend quite a bit of energy doing sure. so, right? And Clive is Clive's starting to get upset that she has to expend so much energy. Um, especially in part because he can't become Ifrit again the way that right. he used to, right?
1: Right. Um, and so, you know, he, he, I think he asks her like, where'd you learn to do that? And she's yeah. like, well, they made me do this to conceal oh, the, the iron blood fleets, the fleets. So this That's was like crazy. something I learned yeah, as part of being like their Goodness. slave soldier. <laughs> He's like, Oh,
0: <laughs> so once again, she's reliving her past yes. by just by being yes. on this boat and doing this at all. She is exploring like the, the parts that she's locked away in her psyche. You could mm. say that. And that it's all kind of coming back to her now.
1: Yeah. I wrote a line down from her. She says, when I served the Iron Kingdom, I did so because I saw no other choice. Because once they learned that the lash would not move me, Mm. they turned it on those who could. And so I became their puppet. I let them pull my strings, telling myself it was not my hand that swung the sword, but another's. I removed myself from the truth so I wouldn't feel the pain it caused. And before I knew it. Disassociation. Yeah. Before I knew it, I no longer felt anything anything mm-hmm. at all mm-hmm. I had become a monster I oh, don't want so to be a monster Clive do you understand I want to choose a different path a better path to live on my own terms but before I can do that I need to come to
0: terms with my past so that's what she is here for that's really good. not revenge yeah I like that I do yeah. um also <laughs> when she says that pretty soon she felt nothing yes do you remember when she fought Titan at the very beginning of this game and looking at her face right yes. And it was just blank, she emotionless. Just, she yeah. just was completely void of emotion. That's a good point. And you could see some strategic thought as to what was happening, what she, yeah. or what was going to be my next move, but like she was so blank faced, yes. just stone faced, and not apathetic. Yeah, totally. Whereas yes. Titans all upset and raging, and all of the other. Um, icons that we see in the game it's like they have a deep oh, Garuda, deep personality oh Okaruda for sure, oh, yeah. for sure. <laughs> but then her she was just emotionless yeah and knowing that now and then going back and remembering mm-hmm. how i had seen her portrayed before yeah uh it's like Sad. Yeah. Like it's like really sad, but it's like, I saw that in her, but I didn't know that that's what yeah. it was. Now I know what it was. I'm like, yeah. oh man, it makes the previous scene. So on a second playthrough of this game, for example, yeah. that scene's gonna hit a lot a lot differently yeah. than it did initially, which is yeah. like, why does she not care? What's her deal? Why is she so emotionless? Yes. Now it's like, oh my gosh. she has is a been traumatized person.
1: forced yeah. to do all of these terrible things. I mean, like horrible war crimes. We're yeah. talking about this, what she's hinting at, I feel like. And in order to continue doing that and tell herself it's not me she has to
0: suppress Suppress that emotion once again paralleling the society's treatment of bears right and this is what i mentioned before with the woman whose child was a bear and all that in order to move forward at all in order to continue living they have to like find a way to get around the fact that they're doing something horrible. yes, right And it's like you the mind is pretty good at rationalizing that kind of stuff yeah. for survival um, and you see it in her use but I also just to maybe draw sympathy towards those who people may not think are deserving of sympathy, which is the bearer owners, right Yeah Those people have had to shut off they' a part of their emotions. the society itself has had to shut that off in order to um, survive they think. Yes. Now as Jill is learning, I didn't have to do yes, that. and exactly. I'm fixing it now. Yes. And that's the society's going to do the same thing. Um, but this is, this is a thing that everyone does. You do it. I do it. Everybody yeah. does this. You, you know, you're doing something wrong and you just have to blot out the emotions so that you just don't feel bad about it.
1: Yes. So what's happening here, she's doing the same thing. Yeah. She's accepting the shadow that she did it. She yeah. wasn't forced to do it by them. She, she chose, chose yeah. to do it. Yeah. And the reason she chose to do it might have been because she thought others would suffer, but she's causing suffering for these people in order to save these people who don't end up getting saved anyways because the guy just
0: kills them. So then, kill. So So you killed and they killed and
1: everyone's just killing. A monster by choice. That's what she's accepting. And she's going to try to right that wrong by killing the guy who is, has enforced all of this and getting all of those victims out.
0: Yeah. I'm just in talking to you, you're helping me internalize from the last episode and now this one, Jill's character in a way that I'm starting to like her a lot better yeah. as a character. I think she's a great character. A, and and initially I wasn't so, I mean, I, I didn't think she was a bad character. I just wasn't feeling so much of her true emotions and thoughts and she just kind of seemed a little too perfect. Yes. Um, and it's, I think
1: that's how a lot of people... Have been discussing her. They, they, yeah. a lot of people have expressed that I've seen discourse online. Oh, this character is not very. She's developed. too dimensional Yeah, she's she's yeah. They don't do much with this character.
0: Right. I think, I'm seeing a lot deeper than than those people would maybe are aware of. I think that, and and I, I also felt that way
1: originally Me on too. its face. We and talked I, I about think, it last week. Yes, I think there is something to her performance. That is a Maybe little bit dry, yeah. but the reason it's but dry sure, is because she had shut off yeah. her emotions. And turning them back on isn't that easy. Right. Yeah. So she's not very expressive when she says this. We don't that's see true. the pain, but it's because she's learned how to push that all down and not wow. feel anything. Like, I and really that's represented feel her character in, now. in Shiva, yeah. in the first battle yes. where you see her. Just blank She faced. just doesn't feel anything anymore. Yeah. So... When you when when I went back through this dialogue, I wrote it. This is why I like to write dialogue in the notes. Oh yeah, that's why I do it so much. Good because the it really there's another level of understanding that comes for me. I guess maybe the way that I learn when I write something when you write it, and so I'm I'm I play the game, then I go back and I watch the scene again and I write. Almost all the dialogue in hmm. scenes sometimes. You're almost embodying the writer himself when yes. you do that. That's that's essentially what evokes, I'm trying to do. That's pretty cool. So be, as practice. I'm looking at this, that that's what she's saying. And it's yeah. like, oh, okay, I didn't get that on no. the first playthrough, but like that's actually really, really good characterization. It's really good. It's really, it's good. really, really yeah. well done.
0: And and to the extent that I missed it, um, I would say that's more on me than on the director. Sure. Yeah. Sure. And I mean that happens all
1: the time. Oh, oh, of course, I always. do it all the time, and that's that's why I replay things so much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I, I replay everything. <laughs> There's <laughs> almost no game that I have that I haven't at least played a couple times yeah. because uh, my first impression is rarely the one that is what I feel is like a, a good sort of like strong understanding. Yeah. You know what's funny?
0: You, you can think of an impression or a critique or an analysis as being like when you first play the game, your initial knee-jerk reaction, that's like your first draft. Yes. Your first draft to the critique yes. of the game, the yes. criticism, the analysis, whatever. Yes. Is, it's your first draft. It's your rough yes. draft. And then when you play the game again, or as you in your case, if you like watch it again after having yeah, played it just right. to take notes... Um, then you get more of closer to like a final draft, right? Like, yes, that's good. I love exactly. That I, love I mean
1: it. that. I talked about that all the time with our Xenogears podcast because that was my second playthrough when we did the podcast, and it was like, oh my gosh, like especially with that <laughs> game, it's like you had no dude, idea. What I this want was to about play that game time. again. Yeah, it, it's, it's a requirement to play that at least two times. <laughs> if not game, five, the
0: game's so long, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, our podcast series on the game is probably sixty hours. Yeah, dude. it's really long. Um, okay. So oh, I also got to bring up Jill is looking at the moon, but yes. it's, it's a gibbous now. It's not a crescent right. or a full moon. Right. It's, it's a gibbous, a phase. Mm-hmm. which means it's either almost full yeah. or it just was full. And so is it waxing or waning Yeah, is the right. question. I don't right. know, but that is the question, right? Just yes. like when you see a sunset or, a, or slash sunrise in a movie is the sun rising or setting. You just mm. don't know. You have to use other ways to interpret it. I think it's, it's waxing, waxing. Yes. Yeah. Not waning. That's what waning. I would say. Um, but you, it's so funny because this is the first gibbous that we've seen. Um, yeah. In the game up to this point. Yeah. Because we've seen a
1: crescent a couple times, I think.
0: Yeah. A couple crescents yeah. and a ton of full moons. A ton of the full moon. moons. The moon's freaking always full in yeah, this world. Right. <laughs> I don't know how they work that out. <laughs> Important things happen on full moons. And that is a medieval idea.
1: So um, I think they arrive on the island at this point, and. Yeah. uh Clive says, Jill, when you told me you had to come to terms with your past, you weren't talking about destroying Drake's breath, were you? This is why I think originally I uh, thought it was about revenge." Because she says, "No, I spoke of Im- Imran, the the like their the priest, right? high priest, or the leader there's a word.
0: They call him the patriarch. The patriarch. Yeah, patriarch. That's right. That's the word. Yeah.
1: The leader of the crystalline orthodox." Yeah, yeah. The man who made me do all those unspeakable things. I'm going to kill him. It's what I need to do to put the past behind me. I think I took that line a little too Me too. Siri or like Yeah. I gave too much weight to it. Yeah. The That's, reason she's projecting she's doing, her shadow a little yeah, too much. She's not doing it for revenge. She's doing it because it's necessary to
0: to atone. Oh, uh, yes. Right? To right the wrong. Exactly right. Yeah. And that's what um, Jill has monsters on her mind. I think there was something they were talking about before because they were saying, hey, what are you thinking about? You seem a little down. And she was like, oh, I'm just thinking of monsters because Byron had mentioned that instead of Clive's mother, that there's a monster that sits on the throne now, not Annabella, Right. right? And that may, of course, Jill, now, of course, we had readings about that, of how that relates to the story, but we didn't yet talk about how Jill took that line, oh. which is, oh, that Annabella isn't there anymore. It's a monster in her place. Mm-hmm. And, and how would Jill think that? Because oh, she's like, point. I'm the monster. Like I used to be a person and now I'm not me. She doesn't feel like herself. Yes. She feels like she had to become a monster to survive, but that now she doesn't have to be a monster anymore but she's still like that. Mm -hmm. She's still, she hasn't yet gone back and really atoned for what she's done. She hasn't made things right, and she also has not confronted the monster that is inside of her, that is just below the surface now, that Mm -hmm. she is in polite company and she can suppress it. Um, Not, well, unhealthily at the moment, but uh, hopefully in the future, not unhealthily, that it's just that she can bridle it like a horse. I mentioned that before. Um, But she's the, in her mind, she's the monster and only when she's atoned for her sins will the monster cease to be. Uh, but it's a direct callback to that line right there. Yeah. So as
1: they make their way inside, uh, there's a bunch of fighting, and they get over this bridge that had like lava spilling on it and a bunch of other stuff. Um, they run into Lady Marley, who was a woman that Jill had known, been close to during her time as a slave there. Um, and Marley tells them, because she, she asks where is Imran, and Marley says, at this hour, he'll be in the Comric giving thanks. Giving thanks. And, and, he, and she says, oh, you mean, oh, that fiend. So the implication is here, uh, some sort of rite or human sacrifice, sacrifice. is going he's on. And he's killing people, yeah. And, and so we've got to get there right now is what she says. No.
0: Right. I will uh, point this out. This, this is interesting because they're talking about the church here as being the Orthodox religion. Um, and that the leader's a patriarch. And that the patriarch's job is to give thanks, right? Um, yeah. That this is lining up a lot of previous games and even a lot of this game, you could say, um, could be referencing the Catholic Church directly. Um, but this one seems to be representing sort of more of like the Eastern Orthodox Church. Mm. Um, the leader of the Eastern Orthodox Church is called the patriarch. By the way, I'm not saying it's one to one. I'm just, and obviously, like I like the Orthodox and Catholic churches. Like I'm not like saying that like this is you know. But I think, I think this is what they've chosen to base it off of. Right. Sure. So I'm not saying that this is the actual Eastern Orthodox church. Yes. I'm just saying that they are using it as a way to kind of like inspiration, tell for a greater
1: story. This.
0: Yeah. yeah. The, I don't, I don't think the Eastern Orthodox church is evil. Um, but it is led by somebody who's called the patriarch, mm-hmm. right? And he's the head. Not, it's not a Pope, it's a patriarch and their church is called the Orthodox church and the word. For the, the Holy Sacrament, the communion in the Catholic church. Right. I think Catholics use this word too, but it's a Greek word. It's Eucharist. Oh yeah. The Eucharist. Yeah. Eucharist in Greek means to give thanks. Mm. Um, the, and, and it is also associated with sacrifice cause it's Christ of course, but, um, uh, the word like Thanksgiving, our holiday Thanksgiving yes. is Eucharist. It's, it's basically yeah. the Eucharist. Right. Oh, and it. that's the idea. The, the, um, even the, the native American person who kind of brokered Thanksgiving 400 years ago, um, was a christian um yeah. and that that was kind of like the idea there but the word eucharist which is like the peak ceremony of the orthodox faith is um to give thanks that's what that's how you would translate that word mm, um, so anywho i just wanted to throw that out there yep um
1: so you know they basically we got to get to the we got to get the comic right yeah. now
0: and there's like these um, earthquakes that have been happening.
1: Oh, yeah, that's true. And they've been getting worse. And yeah. at first it was like, "Oh, that happens all the time. Don't worry about it. And then they, they've been getting is that fun to worry about? And it's like, yeah, that, that was a little more intense. <laughs> that was pretty big, yeah. Um, and ultimately oh. it's tied to this too, which we'll find out in a minute.
0: <laughs> Here's another thing. But, and this is, so, this is so on point with the way that the slaves were treated in this game, the way the bearers are treated just in general, right? And these orphans being something along those lines. Marley, the first thing she asks Jill is if she got tired of her freedom already. Mm. Right. Cause it's like, well, yes. what are you doing back here? Why did, did you, you get tired back? of your freedom? Yep, that's and right. it's like, Oh gosh, what? Like to even ask that <laughs> is like, what kind of, and, and of course what we've been dealing with since that five year time skip is slaves who they, they, they feel like they can just stay in that place and that, well, this is how the world is. And I'm not going to ask for much. And yeah. you know, I really don't want to be free. Right. Like that quote we mentioned before mm. that, uh, Harriet Tubman would have freed more slaves if only she knew they were slaves. they the way, I think that was Somebody, falsely
1: attributed to her. Now, who did anyway. say it?
0: Because I read that comment too, and I'm like, yeah. oh, shoot, I've been saying that for decades. <laughs> who, who did say it? I'm not sure. But. Uh, either way, we don't know everything she said. She could have said it, you guys, come on. Um, anywho, the, the fact- pretend she said it. <laughs> pretend she said it. She said something like it, okay? Um, but the, the fact still remains that if slaves don't know they're slaves, right? And yeah. so when somebody gets free, right, and then they come back and it's like, oh, you had so much freedom that it turns out freedom's not so great, huh? It was actually probably better being a slave, huh? And that's almost a way of dealing with your own situation mm-hmm. of being like, if you don't have freedom, then when other people. Um, have freedom and the freedom turns out to be a bad thing for them because they were free to make bad choices and those bad choices did bad things then it's like oh see (laughs) glad i'm not free you know but it's a way of justifying your own position a little bit now marley obviously isn't like that to that extent i I don't think well actually i I would say that she
1: has been because i was gonna say she doesn't have that tattoo but i think that that's only that's only an imperial thing they only do uh, that in the point. Empire. The, I think these,
0: these people girls could be bearers. I think are still slaves,
1: but they just don't have because they just don't do that. They in, just don't do in the mind. Iron Kingdom. Yeah, yeah. So and, they
0: probably are. Uh, well, I'm not even saying that they're bearers, just in whatever form they might be bearers. But yeah. they are slaves. Like yes. they are. Um, yeah, for sure. They don't really want to be there. They yes. don't like what the uh, the church people are doing. Yes, but they're there. So it's like something tells me it's against their will. Yeah. Right, but that they've rationalized it as like, well, you know, free will isn't like the best thing ever. What if I made the wrong choice, you know? So I may as well just stay here. Yeah. Um, people can get like that. Um, and I felt like that line was really good, even though Marley's a great character and I don't think that she, but I feel like sometimes you just internalize that stuff and it comes out in sentences like that, where it's like, yeah, really, really? Did I enjoy my, yes, I enjoyed my freedom. Thank you very much. I'm here to free you now. You- yeah, right. Anyways. Uh,
1: so... Lady Marley, l- l- some guys are coming up. She like kind of bars the door. She's gonna help you get there. And Jill saying, "You and all the others, you gotta get away like right now. Like things are about to go crazy. Please escape. Please live. Please like go be free now." Um, so th- she helps them get to a passage that'll take them to the Comrade. And then she and a bunch of others they go get on boats and they row away, and a bunch of them escape. Yeah. yeah. Um, as we go and confront Imran in the Comrade. So they are performing some kind of human sacrifice It seems like they already did it, right? Yeah, they're already dead. Yeah. Uh, He kind of takes off the... the, Oh, there's a word for that. I don't know what you'd call that. The cloth that covers the the sacrifice. The Eucharist, yeah. Yeah, whatever that thing is called. He lifts it up. (laughs) The cloth of the altar. dead bodies. Yeah. And uh, anyways, so she's furious at this point because she wasn't able to make it in time. Um, He talks about how she's a monster, you know, like the monster or or the beast come back to bite the hand that feeds or something like that, calls her a monster, and she accepts it. You're right. That's good. I am a monster, and my soul is stained black, though not with ether, because they they believe using ether the way that people do. Oh, that it ruins your soul. Yeah, it's, it's, Mm. it's evil in their religion, the way that people use the crystals and the and the bearers and Hmm. things like that in the mainland. Um, So though not by ether, but by evil men like you who made me close my heart and drown in darkness when I should have raged against it. Hmm. This is my penance. I will be your monster no more, nor will I suffer you to create another. Um, And so they're about to start fighting. And then we see the hooded dude kind of off in the distance and he does some sort of gesture and we get another volcanic sort of eruption or earthquake yes. that happened. It seems like Joshua. It's not. Okay, but it seems like it It does because we've only seen Joshua wearing those clothes. But okay. now Joshua we know it's not him because in the scene that plays directly after this, oh, Joshua, Joshua was, is
0: another place. But in here though, he's here though. He's right? not here. He's ah. in another part
1: of the twins. And he's wearing totally different clothing now.
0: Okay. He okay. wears that
1: like that red like Yes, yeah, now. yeah. The the red mage He's um, not wearing rock. the brown hooded that's right that's right and he's off in some other place
0: oh that's good to know yeah so this is
1: not joshua okay this is ultima basically but i don't know how i don't understand this yet just because i'm not far enough but somehow ultima is able to sort of project and influence things even though he's apparently trapped inside of joshua at the moment yeah Uh, maybe it's he has some sort of because clive is there so like wherever clive is he has some way of
0: well, what he does don't is, know how, is crazy because yeah. this hooded figure summons like a fire demon that made me yes. kind of think like, is this an, a third icon of fire? Yeah, right. right. Like the beast that we end up fighting. It's like yeah. a liquidy lava kind of thing. Yes. I think they call it, um, its name was Liquid Flame. Liquid Flame. Right. And I'm like, okay, this is like kind of crazy, um, but it kind of made me question everything that was going on. I don't think it was an icon, but yeah. But um. I,
1: I'm pretty sure this is Ultima doing this, not yes. Joshua.
0: And in which case yeah. Ultima may have all the powers of all the dominance combined, right? Um, well,
1: at least he seems to be seeking that, right? Oh, but, very interesting. Um, okay. So anyway, uh, he makes that gesture. Uh, this lava monster comes out. Um, and uh, Jill primes and becomes Shiva, starts fighting. Yeah. And... Clive tries to, but is not able to fully prime as Ifrit. He yeah. can only kind of semi-prime. That's as yeah. far as he can go. That's right. And so you fight that battle um, as she's sort of like flying around, throwing ice, and uh, lava keeps creeping in further, and she tries to freeze it and like keep oh, it from burning The, the battle
0: royale. Um. The battle royale of...
1: <laughs> You're right. <laughs> that motif
0: keeps uh, showing up. That's very interesting.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyways, you beat this thing. Uh, they now have a free path to destroy the heart of the crystal. She sort of does this like freezing magic on his sword and he
0: goes. Okay. Like, did that look familiar to you by the way? Um yeah, we did a movie yes. where he did <laughs> almost the same effect. Final Fantasy, literally this company yeah. paid us to make a video. It's yeah. got like, I don't know, six hundred thousand views now. Oh on the um, axe. Yeah, on yeah. where 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 yeah. basically this happens yep. and we had somebody <laughs> freeze an axe so that it could defeat an enemy. Anyways. Yep. Um I just kind of wondered. Same like, effect. Hmm. <laughs> this, is, this is just like when uh, we did the Mario parkour video, and then all of a sudden, the next Nintendo Mario game was all about running in the streets, and his hat comes off, yeah. and like, what?
1: Did they see our videos? I uh, I—I I, I, I don't believe it, but, you know. Well, I know could, that they saw the happen. Mario parkour one, for <laughs> well, sure. I saw it, yeah. But I just uh, don't know if Shigeru Miyamoto is like, that a sick video, I'm
0: going to Mario. You never know, dude, you it. never know. <laughs> Mario's hat, no, I don't know, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> and then Tetris made them, then Pixels came out. Okay, let's that, actually, that's a movie that that's was coming out. The Tetris a one is Tetris movie it that's... is coming out, but it's based on the actual history of the developer. Oh, so it's talking about the guy yeah. who made Tetris. So what we did, Tetris, not that like I think Tetris is attacking. No, <laughs> that the was Earth. the movie that turned into the movie Pixels. Oh yeah, so we right. made our Texas trailer. Then immediately afterwards, there was rumors about a Tetris movie going to yeah, be made. Right. It turned into Pixels Pixel. with Adam Sandler, yeah. but I still think so. There's at least three big, I, I, I like hundred million dollars. I do believe that, <laughs> that one. I do believe that one for sure because it was that, so close. That might have actually
1: influenced some Hollywood script. Yeah. At our the very did. least, they saw. I don't it think as a, a Mario was made based on a video we made. Or if our Mario game was. I'll have to do but some Tetris, because uh, split it was, screen. The whole point of that video was the the, the idea is so stupid and ridiculous. <laughs> the Tetris, and then attacking. they actually fetching tried to make it With for like, real. Black and Black I was man. like, Are you kidding me? We're, yeah, we're, yeah. The whole point is, it's a parody of how dumb <laughs> Hollywood ideas are. Right. And then they tried to do the
0: thing that we were parodying. That's the thing though is that we didn't even realize the gold that we had stepped in. We just thought it was a funny internet joke. Uh, we should have been the one pitching we that have movie. the script. Oh man. That would have been so stupid. That would have been really stupid.
1: Okay. Um, so okay. they destroy the yep. heart of the crystal. And
0: then Jill moves to the patriarch, who yep. is a little scared. He's freaked out that we destroyed the crystal because that was like their whole religion. So he's just like, what? What, what, what do we do now? And nobody yeah. knows what to do, do now, right? Do you realize right? what you've done? Do you realize? Yep. Yeah.
1: And so she's like, yeah, I do actually. <laughs> and she uh, kills him. I actually really like the music that plays when the... Mother crystals get destroyed. It's like a really airy sort yeah, of it's ethereal like a FF, prelude. Yeah, uh, piece. It's like really it cool.
0: As you slowly see the crystals kind of dissolve and disintegrate, right? Yeah. And you, you hear that song playing, and it's even got the that additional part to it. It's not just the arpeggio yeah, yeah, prelude. Right. It's also the dun, yeah the dun, dun, dun. yeah that part yeah. that goes underneath it. Yeah, really, 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 really yeah, cool um,
1: harmony there. Um, yeah, good stuff. Uh, so they've destroyed the crystal. People get away. You see them rowing away on their little boats. Imran is dead. And it seems that the, well, I would think the whole Iron Kingdom would be pretty much left in chaos at this Uh, point. yep. They're pretty much (laughs) not a factor anymore after this. Uh, this was a sin for which I had to atone, she says. Now I can continue at your side with my head held high. She's resolved it.
0: Because nobody else is going to be dying while she's away she Mm. doesn't have to worry about that anymore Yep. um i i I love your reading so much better i'm not reading any of my notes right now because they're (laughs) they're they're wrong i I just had i did not get um you know the the weight of
1: this scene what she was actually dealing with um okay so the next scene we cut away to is joshua he's he's coughing and bleeding um this is how we know he's not the hooded guy we just saw because he's in some other place coughing blood um and he says, for a moment there, I felt my brother's presence. I fear yeah. he is in Ultima's thoughts again. But why now, after five years of silence? So, so he
0: hasn't felt that in a while. No, then.
1: it's been a long time since Ultima moved in this sort of yeah. like thinking of Clive, influencing Clive. I'm, I'm after him again. It's been. But a it's also long been time. a long
0: time since we destroyed mother crystal. About yes. five years. So. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So there's a connection.
1: Connected to that, and so he's he's feeling this. Ultima is inside of him somewhere, and it's moving and affecting him. Uh, probably in a so well, because he's like I said, I think last time or the time before, he's got to be constantly sort of exercising whatever Phoenix power he is using Always. to keep twenty four seven. So that, that this would be yeah. hastening his sort yeah. of petrification or yeah. the degradation of his
0: body. Yeah, whatever happens to the phoenix. So so this is like how Jill was having to constantly use her powers in order to, you know, create the mist and steam and ice and boiling water and all that. Yeah. That's just Joshua every day, 24-7, all the time. Yeah. He probably doesn't get to sleep much. Because of right.
1: That. Right. And he's getting really sick yeah. at this point.
0: It shows every time we see him. He's, he's not mm-hmm. looking well.
1: So uh, Joshua is currently on his way to see Dion Lesage, the Prince
0: of yeah, Sam Breck.
1: Uh, Bahamut, yeah. yeah. I met him once when we were children. He was a chivalrous soul even then and has served his empire indefatigably. It's the second time they use that word.
0: Love that word. Ever man. since.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and you are confident that he will listen to what you have to say? Our world lurches ever closer to the abyss and a hidden hand ushers us onward. Ultima's influence yeah. extends to every nation, Sam Breck included. I don't know how, but he's doing it somehow, even though he's trapped inside of Joshua. Yeah. if his highness is the man I believe him to be and I pray that he is this truth will not have escaped his notice as the mother crystals fall the eternal flame wavers and the azure sky begins to bruise how lucky we were to be blessed by the crystals and yet how spoiled I like this analogy like canaries in a gilded cage growing fat on seed but now the bars are closing in we're in a we're in battle, royale. A battle <laughs> Once royale. again, man. <laughs> this, is, this is a battle royale for birds. <laughs> <laughs> the, the bars are closing in. And we oh, must take
0: flight. Take flight? Take Painful
1: flight. though it be to leave our home behind, it is what we must do to be free. Uh, again, this is kind of what I think the theme of the game is all about. It's like breaking away from the fate. That binds and, you. Yeah. yeah, and then um,
0: freedom. But the cost yeah. of freedom is right, an issue here. Because while the bird's right. in the cage, the bird gets fed. Yes. But once the bird flies out, you can fly wherever you want. But, um, but where's your next meal coming harder. from? you got to find a fish. Yeah, go, go find a worm somewhere. It, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, a blessing. your brow.
1: So he says, which is it that men cannot live without? A blessing that leads to damnation mm. or freedom that leads to deprivation? I do not yet know the answer to that question. Do you, Clive? And
0: that, that is the question yeah. that that's what Clive, that's what Sid was struggling mm-hmm. with. Of course, Sid felt very inclined in one way. Yeah. Um, but these people, they're trying to exercise wisdom here by really, really even cause the, the consequences are going to be so severe either way yeah. because both of these, either the people will be deprived or they'll be damned, yeah. but you can't, it's going to be one of the one or the yeah. other. Mm-hmm. And, um, which one, are, which, which awful end time are you going to force on your people? Yep. Cuz there is no option that's just like everything's great. Yep. Yeah, that's rough. It's uh but the bird in the cage, there's something of a canary in the coal mine reference oh, yeah, yeah. there as well. Mm-hmm. So he's like um you know we we are the canary in the coal mine, right? And it's uh it's almost talking about how like the people there would be the victims of the greater issues that are plaguing like the whole world, right? And it's yeah. just like we're we're just the symptom. Of something bigger that's yes. happening here, and right. that's what the canary was. It was supposed to be the little thing that just told the, the workers just to get out of them the to get, get out. out of the mine because yeah. the gas, the battle royale gas is. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I don't know. Not every time that ha- sudden death. Sometimes sudden yeah, death in Smash Brothers, like the borders yep. kind of close in. That's true. <clears> that's true. <clears> that's just uh, Smash
1: Brothers. A battle royale. It's as part
0: well. of making. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it was the first. It's just part of making. Um, a tense situation more interesting is to have the borders close in right yeah that's that's just drama right there yeah Um, but also Joshua believes that the prince Prince Dion yes is like a good guy at heart because he's met him in the past he he, knows that he was exactly but it's probably been a while at that time probably like 20 years 18 20 years Yeah. yeah it's probably been a while
1: yeah so now we get a scene in the Dalmecan Republic where the Ministry oh, of Law is meeting.
0: There was one comment on the Discord um, okay. about the girl that, um, that he travels with, that Joshua travels with. Yote or whatever her name is. I don't remember her name. But she's trying to help him out, and yes. he's just like, No. I need to bear this alone, basically. Yeah. Like, there's nothing you can do for me. Don't worry about me. I think finally he accepts, a, like, a potion from her. But he's like, no, I'm the phoenix. I can heal myself. You give that potion to someone else who needs
1: it. Oh, that was another girl. It's I think it's the girl. Oh. It's the girl. It's the, a the potion-selling oh, the girl. the young girl. That I've been Ooh. saying, like, she's important.
0: Oh, I thought it was the... Uh, girl yeah. that's with it, her all it's the someone time.
1: who's passing like a refugee well i thought it moving was moving okay. into sam this is how this girl got there yeah and she comes up oh uh, i got a potion i it's think it's her. the same one. Oh, very nice which is like again this girl is important for some reason they keep showing her <laughs> we'll see and yeah.
0: somehow she bumps into important people a lot um so if you'll forgive the kingdom hearts reference <laughs> the the girl that is xion um yes yes i i, I have a hard time recognizing her but she reminds me of Shion. Yes. And she's always with Roxas. Yes. No. Roxas? Roxas. Yeah, yeah. yeah Roxas, Roxas and Shion. Yeah. And they're, you know, and he's he's ditched the hood, but he's still Roxas and she's Shion. That's kind of like what I want to say their names are. I don't know. You said Yote. I think Jote? it's
1: Yote. It's J-O-T-E, I think. Oh,
0: that probably means something. I'll yeah. get back to you guys next week.
1: Maybe I'm completely wrong and I'm thinking of something else, but I think that's her name.
0: Okay, cool. So this was a little girl that he saw. I had not recognized her. Yes. At this point. I, I did I didn't later. not either
1: until I realized this girl keeps popping up. I was like, wait a second.
0: That's crazy. It's, the, it, it's her. It's the, she's the potion girl. Wait, is she like Tom Bombadil? Here is she is, like... Blah, is she blah, 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 whatever. The, she's like going around selling them. Right? Yeah. yeah. And she's willing to help everyone. She's trying to help the Dragoons. She's She just seems to be um, yeah, so offering she, her potions to She anyone. had been in... Delmec, Delmec- yeah, at the beginning of Before, the five year skip yeah. and then a
1: bunch of refugees are going to Breck now and she's like in a caravan with people and mm. she sees him there and she sort of breaks off and comes okay. over and like
0: oh do you need a potion you and that's her. where he's like give it to someone else
1: yes ah, and then she goes great. off on her way and that's I, how she got into Breck.
0: that's great that's when good. she's
1: trying to get the dragoon to take the potion and he's like
0: get away from me like yeah or you'll, you'll see you'll feel the back of my hand that's right where he's like in a smacker
1: you're annoying.
0: Go away. But the the thing to notice here is that Joshua is still very sick. Yes. And But what's weird, because if we want to connect this to the beginning of the game, right? Joshua was sick from the beginning. Mm. It's possible that whatever he's holding back, he's been holding back his whole life. That this isn't a new thing. Mm-hmm. That this is something that has plagued him literally from the beginning of his life. Yeah. And that brings up the idea of maybe it's like something like his shadow, right? But yeah. If you just suppress it and suppress it and suppress it, it's going to have negative effects at some point. Yep. So we'll see. Can't keep pushing it. We'll see what happens there.
1: Okay, Delmeican Republic Ministry of Law, they are not successful in their campaign against the Empire, and they're discussing this. Yeah. Um, they say the Empire cannot be allowed to maintain its illegitimate claim on the Dominion. However, they are suffering too many casualties in these battles because they're they're mm-hmm. they're sieging the city, basically, right? And uh, Kupka says, "There's a literal sea twixt you and your prize. Yep. The armies of Sanbrek need but sit back and watch as you harmlessly lap against their walls. They are dug in like ticks and seek to draw out this siege, knowing the capital's stores are nigh bottomless." I like that this line is in there because mm-hmm. later on we find out that's not quite the case. Yeah, the 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 capital's and again the twin side city, the one with the big steeples uh, where yes. the where the empire is. Whole, uh, bored down right now where yeah. they're waiting out the siege they're thinking we can't keep the siege up they they can outlast us in there turns out that wasn't as true as as they were assuming hmm. um and one of our wi- wise rulers he says goaded into war without any thought as to what chaos it might reap republican soldiers starve while waiting for orders from Rondola. Uh, and then uh, one of the guys says, well, if you would just take the field, their bellies would be full by nightfall. Yeah. He says, if I take the field, so too will Bahamut and our duel will shake the island to its foundations. <laughs> Instead of liberating the dominion, you would doom it to destruction. Like yeah. there's no way we can fight over this island city. It's right, like it would just sink the whole thing. <laughs> like everyone would die. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're freaking crazy. There's no way I can do that. Um, unless that is what you desire and they're like oh <laughs> and then uh the prime minister guy's like well if our learned advisor has a solution to propose we'd be glad to consider it like get to the point like yeah do you have something to add to this and this is when annabella comes walking into the scene and they're all With, like what the fetch yes. the empress is
0: here yeah <laughs> And with the kid, with her son. Yes, Olivier. We're going to talk Olivier. about him in a minute, but yeah. Yeah, she just shows up and it's like, yeah. whoa, hello. What is the meaning of
1: this, Lord Kupka? What is going on? Like, And and he says, what it means is I am disinclined to advise you any longer. Mm-hmm. So basically saying, I'm out. Yeah. I don't care about your war anymore. Um, I'm just going to kill Sid now. And yes. she's going to help me do it. And you guys can just die in your... Useless war or whatever or retreat. Yeah. Or, I don't care, but I'm not helping you anymore.
0: When she moves on to something else, she completely abandons the previous thing. Yeah, which somebody had brought up previously as well. When uh, Rosaria was being destroyed, and it's like, doesn't the queen realize the value to the kingdom of the bearers? Um, I think that's when Wade says um, she doesn't take thought to the bearers, or sorry, she doesn't take thought to um, the realm at all anymore. Yes, like it just doesn't she matter. Doesn't care to about She's totally realm. willing to waste it for her yep. own game.
1: She is also trying to work towards some new world she's trying to basically end this one and bring a different one in where it would be made in the image of olivier of her son yeah so she's also seeking a new world but a bad one (laughs) (laughs) and clive is seeking a new world that would be better yeah um both Um, are trying to overthrow the current world
0: that's their yes competing ideas right yeah. and this is when Kupka then tells her it's a here right that yes Clive is the new Sid. yeah he, he figured that out and Annabella she kind of doesn't I don't think she didn't know that she yet. well I she think seems she, like she doesn't it. want to believe she's it.
1: denying it because uh, it looks bad for that, her uh, her I son see. yeah he's okay. like, that's not true how dare you utter these lies my uh, that's not the case but, she, she's, but she's, she's just wandering. trying to save Faze. no for
0: sure bad. sure okay that makes sense yeah
1: So, anyways, um, she then says, I came here with my son, this son, not the guy you're talking about. That doesn't exist. I came here with my son, Olivier, (laughs) not to entertain your baseless accusations, but to put an end to the senseless hostilities between our nations. So Mm -hmm. she wants the war to end, too. So their deal Mm -hmm. is, um, I will uh, abandon these terrible leaders of the Dalmican Republic to their own ends. And I will go take my force, which will no longer be fighting on this front. We'll go attack Rosalith. You'll abandon it because that was your province. Co- yeah. Oh, you know, or, you, yeah. Yeah. So she will leave that and yeah. let me attack it, and so Co- that I can dr- I can draw Clive out to right. kill him. That's not going to be a problem for you, right? Killing your son. I will destroy your whole <laughs> city and
0: murder your son. And she's like, "Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, fair and, and in <laughs>
1: in yeah, so that this is a deal. there in order to try to end the Dalmekian siege of the city, right? Yeah. So that was their deal. Um, Her son, by the way. He's, he, something is he up is with him.
0: comatose, not completely. He's there, he, he moves, he's a puppet. He yeah. just seems like a puppet, which is great yes. because he is holding as a toy, a lifeless puppet doll where the arms are just kind of flapping around like a little Pinocchio, like just like a little doll. And then Annabella is holding him in that same way. Mm -hmm. Like he's just a doll. He can't even really stand. I don't think you, you don't really even see him hold his head up very well. He's basically just like attached to her and she's like his, his doll. Yep. Right. So she's manipulating the strings on his doll the way a child would, um, a Pinocchio doll. There's a word for those kind of dolls. I can't remember. Marionette. Oh, a a marionette marionette doll. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's what I, I, that's what we're seeing here. And it's really creepy because you see this kid's eyes every now and then. And it's like, there's nothing going on there. Right, he's not even present. Like, yep. but she's so proud of him. Yep, she brings him everywhere. She's stroking she dotes his hair. On him all she the time. She loves him, and he is okay. Maybe there's some secret. He there's doesn't probably even seem human. <laughs> he doesn't. He seems like a puppet. He seems like a not real thing that she's yeah. just like making real through some dark agreement with the you know forces of evil. Like, mm-hmm. hey, a demon spirit inhabit this body and pretend that it's like a real thing. And um, yeah, it's really creepy. Um, yeah. but I, I like it, but uh, this kid probably will be immensely powerful later on. But my knee jerk reaction is what <laughs> yeah. is the least powerful of all three of your kids? What are you doing? Yeah. That kid's going to be the new emperor.
1: <laughs> yep. Jeez. Good line here from Annabella to, mm. C- uh, to Kuka. He says yes. a woman That's by the name else. of Benedicta Sid took the life of someone dear to me. Yeah. Uh, so I swore to take his in turn this would not be disagreeable to you. I take it You would finally be rid of the stain on your noble name
0: there you go yeah.
1: in return I will leave Sam Breck in your capable hands your Imperial Majesty and then as he leaves she says and all for the love of a common whore Dominant or no one cannot hide one's breeding so she's obsessed with bloodlines well, and, and then the purity of the blood.
0: Beasts belong with beasts. Yes. Is what yes. she says. Beasts yeah.
1: will ever belong with beasts. There yes. are greater things in store for you, my darling Olivier. Soon yeah. enough so you everything, shall yeah. be the crown prince of Sambrek. And when your father goes to meet great Grieger, you shall be emperor of all you survey. The old order shall come tumbling down and you will rebuild the world in your glorious image. And he's holding a toy really? soldier uh, that has glowing blue eyes.
0: Yeah, its eyes were glowing yep. there. I thought that was... A, I yeah. would guess that the... That he's not a real boy. <laughs> but that the doll is a real power. That the doll is what's animating him. Mm, I see what you're saying. That it's the doll's power that's that's animating him. And that he's a... Yeah. Maybe a, Oh Gosh, like an FF9 situation maybe. Oh, something. okay. Something like that. Maybe. He's a bit of a manufactured person. <laughs> um Yeah, I think everyone will know what that means. Yeah. Um, Okay. Uh, Olivier means olive tree, by the way. Oh, I did not know that.
1: I never (laughs) look up what names mean. It's it's just, you always have it. You always
0: have it. (laughs) (laughs) Not always, not always. But when it's something interesting, like olive tree, when it's something that relates to Some of the more archetypal themes that we're seeing be manifest, and I hope that it might be related in some way, Mm. then I'll bring it up. But I've never played the game before, so I don't know if that's important to bring up or not.
1: Yeah. Uh, Uncle Byron shows up. Yeah, the (laughs) guy's randomly. I love Uncle Byron. Yeah. And he's just like, whoa, Byron, like, what are you doing here? Yeah. Um, So he's come to help. Uh, He's brought some money for the coffers and um, basically talks to Vivian. About what he knows, he he saw uh, Dalmechan ships sailing through Port Isoldi, which is the city that he is in, which is used to be a Rosarian yeah, like port used to city Rosarian, yeah. um, near the near the coast. And he saw them sailing. They went past him, past Port Isoldi and they went into Rosalith. And so, she, her hearing this news, she's able to sort of put together, okay, here's what's going on. This is what they're doing. Now, I was a little bit confused about the strategy here. Um, because Byron works to evacuate tons of people from Rosalith. Yeah, uh, basically, it's just like the Empire's. What did they? What was the term that they used? Their token force that was left over, because yeah. like most of their army has been withdrawn now that they've taken the crystalline dominion. Yeah. They're basically just have. Small forces and well, garrisons there. We need some Rosalith. enemies to fight. <laughs> yeah, well, like it, it's still their territory. Yeah, but they're not guarding it very closely right. because it's not a priority. Yeah. Rosalith doesn't matter. What matters is the crystalline dominion. What matters is a place where we can have a mother crystal.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah,
1: and and you know a new base of operations, so to speak. So they've left this token force there. So I, what I'm confused about is because Kuka knows who Clive is. He knows Sid is Clive Rossfield. Why does he sail to Rosalith and start attacking the Empire and just like breaking the buildings down instead of going after Byron? That's who he should have gone after immediately if he wanted to draw clive yeah out. yeah it's like that that's the person of interest that would make him come to me right if you if you really want to make and sure there was you, no
0: secret that they were related yeah right? it's yeah. Uh,
1: but all he does is he goes i'm attacking your house <laughs> and as if that's like so important to clive like oh no i have oh, to no go there. not my now, house now, now
0: maybe i was Kupka confused nice a, i
1: was confused about it for a long time because they don't explain this anywhere except in the atl so i took a picture of it and what it says is, uh, after learning that Sid the outlaw, the man that slew the love of his life, Benedicta Harmon, still lives, he takes his personal guard, uh, tasks his personal guard with capturing and torturing bearers in order to draw out his nemesis and take his revenge. So they didn't show that
0: mm, at all. That was just in the...
1: But that's, that's what he's doing to draw Clive out. Is it's it's uh. specifically attacking the bearers of Rosalith. And so Clive's like, okay, I'm not going to let him do that. I'm going to go out there, even though I know this is a trap, right? Yeah, yeah. Because they're all like, this is exactly what he wants you to do. Like, why yeah. would you go there? Yeah. But, I, but, but in the context of the scene, I was like, wait, he's just like, he's like, he's like <laughs> throwing missing. rocks at your house. Yeah, and so like, yeah. you're going to like go there and like take the bait yeah. when he should have gone after Byron. But it, it, what he's really doing is going after the bears. I think they should have done a better job of showing that in the scenes instead of just putting that in the ATL. Yeah. But anyway, that's what that's what that's why Clive is determined. Like he's not just going to sit by and let him do that. So that's sort of the next mission is they're going to head to Rosalith and confront Kupka. And it's like it's time. It's no longer cool that this guy is alive. Like he has to. He has to die now. There's there's just we can't keep living with him sort of in in his shadow like all the people here are so afraid of him and it's like you know they're looking over their shoulders all the time oh titan show up and like find us again it's like it's time to end this for the people here to kind of like you know uh to bring justice to what happened five years ago I'm conflicted how to feel about the fact that Clive just walks into it anyways because I just can't stand
0: to see bearers being tortured or whatever like we brought up. I have one thing to say about that. I don't think Clive would have done this except for his blind revenge, I guess. He walked into traps on purpose when he was going for revenge because he didn't care if he died or not. Yes. However, in there is something about his name being Sid and him seeking to embody the identity of Sid Mm -hmm. that leads me to... Say that, because well, what did Sid say an uh, episode or two ago? He said, um, without a plan, if you don't have a plan. Yeah,
1: opportunity for growth and change. Then an opportunity for growth and change. Yeah. Yeah,
0: you Be, be reckless. You do the right thing. Go into the situations. Who cares if it's a trap or not? Yes. Um, and I feel like maybe the logical thing is to not do that. However, Clive, in trying to be like Sid, um, yes. is doing the reckless things that Sid did that got him killed early.
1: Yes, I think but, you're right, and yeah. there's a part of me that's like, okay, he's just embodying Sid's hmm. sort of legacy his ethos. Or, yeah, his but legacy. I, I do, I feel like this is a trope that bothers me in I where it's always like they know it's a trap, but we're gonna do it anyways. Yeah, and uh, every
0: game we've, why can't they <laughs> at least like
1: t- have like a counter trap or a plan? That we know that this is what he's doing, so we're going to do something unexpected. We're going to make him think we're doing what he wants us to do, but really we're going to do this. Yeah, I just wish one time (laughs) that they would actually plan ahead once again and and be doing like a chess game where it's like we know what you we know what you think we're going to do,
0: but we're really going to do that. And 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 if if you find out later. Like Ocean's Eleven style. Like, yes. oh, I didn't realize they planned this all. Yeah, that's, that's, still cool. that's, that's still cool. That's
1: still cool. Yeah. I don't have to be privy to the plan now, but yes. at least have one. They Please. should have one. And even don't though just Sid didn't happen to yeah. resolve itself magically somehow, because there's too many things that had to go, like, basically. Koopka is a moron if this was his plan. <laughs> um,. Because, again, <laughs> when true. he went and there's uh, yeah. there's a point to that. I mean, yeah. he's Titan, he's the big brute guy. But what I liked about him is that he, was, he was cunning before. He was he was cunning. Yeah, they didn't play him off as just this dumb brute. You're right. Um, he kind of became that. He's after not. Benedicta I also it. liked that he's not as wise. Yeah. As he made himself look in Earlier. the talks and things like yeah. that. I like that too. The lion
0: chasing after the Because that's what, uh,
1: what is it? Is it Har- Harmond or whoever the guy from from Walud is who yes. saves him um, says about him his, his head yeah. was full of rocks or whatever. Yes. Okay. I like all of that. So I'm not saying anything about that. But this is going back to what we said. Was it at the very beginning of this podcast or maybe the last one? Last one. Uh, evil people, please. Like you gave advice for evil people. Uh,
0: <laughs> yes, I yes. don't remember where I, I recanted. That. Though I recanted the yes. advice. If yeah, well, you
1: because you recanted the advice, <laughs> Hugo Kuka, Kuka captures them yeah. and throws him into In a dungeon, dungeon to and to be, be executed him later. Right yes. There, now oh, I know man. that I oh understand he wanted. To, anyways, I'm getting a little ahead of myself, but I'm <laughs> trying to make a point about plans. Yes, yes. The only reason. That this stupid walking into the trap thing worked out is because villains are always morons and they delay taking revenge or killing you yeah. for no reason.
0: Yes,
1: because that's just the way it goes. I, I just yep. I, this scenario was my least favorite of the game so far.
0: Okay, sure. I, I would agree partially
1: with that or maybe even mostly because of this. Yeah, it was like it was a really stupid trap, a really stupid obvious trap, in which. And again, until I read the ATL later that he was torturing bearers, it appeared as if he was just... Attacking
0: his house breaking empty buildings. and oh,
1: no, yeah. I have memories and I'm attached to that house I can't let him do that. I'll risk I'm gonna my life walk and my friend's life and bring my girlfriend with me and, and <laughs> Gav and my dog. It's yeah. just it's so 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 stupid. Yes, it's so stupid On It's, its like face, without knowing possible for me to take this seriously because of it. Yes now, um, now that I know bearers were being tortured, it gives more credence to it. I still think it would have been stronger had he already captured it. Byron. And oh, he's like, I'm going sure. to kill your uncle unless you come sense. here and meet me. Yeah. And he sent a letter or something even, right? Yeah. I still think that would have been strong because then it's like, okay, now I've got to go. I know it's a trap, but I'm not going to let him torture my right. uncle they get a little bit stronger of, like, an urgency to it. But yeah, even still, make a freaking plan because, obviously, anyway, they just walk into it. They fight this uh, curl monster or whatever. At the end of the fight, Koopa has got Jill now in the handcuffs, okay, the magic Okay, and how handcuffs. he got her, too? I know. Okay. It just
0: feels like, because they. how did you fight, not notice he walked in he, there? With, like, 12 dudes, and it, they're just standing there and, and just, just, like, just, like, boom. Like, He got me. Oh darn! No
1: resistance. Like I I, I don't like this whole this whole scenario. Has been the weakest part in the game to me.
0: Yeah. But once again, once again. as you're talking about these like more tropey, cliche things, it's it's about the execution as opposed to yes. the thing itself. Right? Yes. It's not that people never go into traps. It's that the way that they presented it as having no plan and then being stupid yes. is that's what that's what's you're saying. It's what, sick what of. they always do. It's not the fact that <laughs> somebody was willing
1: to somehow they make it through anyways. Yes. Of even course. though by it was the wrong decision, even though it was definitely dumb to do, they just. Oh, they figured it out. They they winged it, and they, yes. they, they made it out alive. Isn't that great? I don't yeah. like that. Make a plan. Make it yeah. clever. Like, have your heroes smarter than this, please. <laughs> but even dumber than this is he's got them where he wants them. So, like, he's
0: got her. He literally had her like he was hurting her. He could have just squeezed and broken her neck. He, like, yeah. had her by the throat, right?
1: Yeah. And he could have made Clive watch
0: her die.
1: Yeah. Now I'm going to kill then he, you. Ooh,
0: no, then he could have <laughs> given Clive her head.
1: Yes, right he there. He could have squeezed her head off and, right and delivered there. it to Clive in a right package. Right fetching there. Could have happened in the exact moment. And then he could have killed Clive, but instead he's like, we're going to do an execution later. And I'm, I'm going to throw you in a dungeon.
0: Yeah. And then... Uh, don't worry. The dungeon has one guard. There is <laughs> there is one guard in the dungeon. So so you know. Now we got to have a prison escape sequence, which is another trope I hate. I know all to get back to where we were ten minutes ago. Anyways, yes. it's, it seems superfluous. It's it, I don't yeah. like the
1: scenario. The the writing in the scenario is really weak in my opinion, because then they come down to get him because like you are going to have to watch your girlfriend get killed, right? If she can be executed and you have a front row seat, but not then right they now, start. Yeah. They start the execution, even though Clive's not there. I know they had not <laughs> walked right. up. They had not brought <laughs> him there to watch.
0: I didn't. And know
1: they're like gonna kill her. I'm like, what the <laughs> fetch is going on, dude? This is oh, re- this is ridiculous. This, is, this is, so- is written so badly. It's awful. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Like the whole scenario is just really bad. Oh my gosh. He wasn't, <laughs> that's so stupid. He wasn't no, even there. God. So anyway. if he had killed her right then, he would have been there, but instead he waited. Okay. This is why Wonderful. Just, it would have been a, way better a, a to be like,
1: okay guys, I know that this is a trap. They've got my yes. uncle though. I'm not going to let them torture him. We're right. gonna go save him, but here's what we're here's gonna the do: plan. Yeah. fade to black.
0: Perfect. Yes. <laughs> and then and you then have the end, it
1: unfold ooh, in this that exciting, was a good plan, Clive. you know, yeah. uh, action sequence in that which they did know. something unexpected, yeah. and they knew what Kupika was gonna do. They're yeah. smarter than them; they were three steps ahead. Whatever they played forty chess, like that would have been way better. Yeah, instead of this which i thought well, was really bad
0: and here here's the part that becomes the most difficult about the scene and we will stop ragging on the game after this i promise uh, i, I just really mix i say, really
1: like what's coming <laughs> mix just said oh man please remember to reaffirm that ff16 that's is a become good game. like a
0: twitter <laughs> um like meme by the way so yeah there, <laughs> it's a good game a, and we are about to really praise <laughs> i am at least the, i like the this fight game. with cupka i like kupka. this game king kupka But... (laughs) Yes, exactly. King Kupka fight is is on point. It is fire. I loved it. But deus ex machina with that dog. Yes. What? I ended up really liking that. Oh, I like that they did it. Yes. But... She would have she would have died if that didn't happen, really? Yes. Like, whoa, that's, that's Did you, have you talk, kind of crazy Have you to talked to- I have um, afterwards.
1: Harp, Harp, yes. What's his name? Harp, Harpocrates. Harp, yeah, and he explained the Frost Wolf and the connection yes. with Shiva thing. Okay.
0: Now, I get how they explain it later, yes. which is fine, because they didn't know before. Right. But the fact that it happened right then, and even the fact that it happened then was because Jill was going to die. Like, I get why all, yes. it all happened. right. Deus ex machina it can felt, still be yeah, the, the machine can make sense, but it's still God out of the machine, right? Yes, it's sure. still it's still that, right? Yes. And that just put the icing on the cake of of a bunch of events that um, I wasn't a huge fan of. Yes. But after that, it gets really cool. Yes. Yes. <laughs> like right after that.
1: Yes. It and and yeah, basically everything that happens after that. Where, okay, so let's step back for a second. Kupka arrives captures Clive, throws him in a dungeon. Gav is not captured. So Gav yeah. comes to get him out. Yeah. The dog, Torgo also captured. was not captured. He escaped. Yeah. So he's wandering around. Yeah, Wolf,
0: Wolf Link. He, he even has the, <laughs> the cuff thing on yeah, his arm. Yeah, he does. You're it's right. straight up Wolf Link.
1: Yep. So um, Clive arrives. He's sort of peeking through the door as they're about to do the execution that he's yeah. supposed to be witnessing that they're just going to do without <laughs> him anyways. And they Co-coo were supposed to be waiting pissed. for him. Yeah. The whole point was to make him watch. Anyway, yeah. he's watching this. He nods at Torgel. Torgal runs in and he sort of primes, ah, and it's just like holy right. crap! Like he, what's going on with that? But he primes and, icon. and saves her. Gavin Clive run in. There's a big battle. They f- get her out, and then uh, Clive goes in to confront Kupka while they hold off any
0: anybody who's left outside yeah. in the courtyard. So, Kupka wasn't even going to watch like ah, anyway. so he was it's almost like he knew uh oh, this plan isn't going to work. Let's just I'm, a just, plan. I'm just going to wait until they inevitably break out of the prison and then come find me then we're gonna then we're gonna throw down. So now, this fight is really good by the way.
1: I loved the energy. Yes. At, of of w- where where Clive and, and Kupka meet each other in this scene. There was something like really I don't know. It just hits you. There's this alpha energy of two dudes who are powerful and unafraid of each other. Unafraid. Who are usually very good at intimidating the other. Right. And they're just meeting each other with the same energy and you just feel pumped as the fight begins. It's It's really good.
0: It's Mike Tyson versus Evander Holyfield. (laughs) Straight up. And it's it's just like these like triple alpha guys <laughs> that are just about to go at it. Like, oh man, there's and there,
1: there, the dialogue's really good too because it's like Koopa had assumed that uh, the the original Sid had killed Benedicta, which yeah yeah leads to kind of what I'm talking about where he gives off this presence of cunningness that he's smart yeah but it's actually really stupid to have assumed that (laughs) yeah like he that he just went straight there oh sid did this and didn't and didn't think at all that this you know it just doesn't make sense for sid to have done that sure it would have been the dumbest thing on earth for sid to have done this so he's not the smartest dude but he he presents himself as if he is. Right. Which I like about the character.
0: When it comes to battling, he 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 has a ton of tricks up his sleeve. Yes. Like he is cunning and fighting. He's just not so cunning in the lead up to like the fight. Like the politics and the strategy yeah, and this kind yeah. of thing. So anyway, uh,
1: he assumed that Sid had killed Benedicta, uh, cut off her head and sent it to him in a box. So he's like, well, now that Sid is dead hmm. and you took his name, you're gonna have to answer for his crimes. You've just taken his
0: sins as well. My best yeah.
1: option to get the revenge, since I can't do it, you know.
0: So, if you steal someone's identity, do you then get punished for their crimes? You <laughs> according to Cooper yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, it makes sense. It makes but sense. But I love the answer to that, right? Where he's like, "I will answer for my own crimes." He just comes straight yes, up to him and, and him He's like,
0: like, "I killed." He tried Benedict's to then. save her. Yeah,
1: that's right. Yeah, and she was beyond. Even though she's way beyond saving, yeah. So I did what he couldn't do. Yeah, he's he's purposefully like pissing him off. It's yes. like it's like it's a smart strategy. It's actually, in a way, it's not because oh, you, yeah? you don't want him to be. It, it's in the sense that
0: maybe he would. He wanted to wildly swing and be irrational, yeah. right? But in the sense that's that why people. I talk. don't want
1: him at his full passion. Oh, because of anger. Priming. Right. That's true. F- for priming for yeah, sure, but you don't like want that. it's it's almost like Clive is like, I'm trying to I want to see you at your like hardest core. Okay. Because I'm still going to beat you. Okay. It's like that's I'm, like an honorable, I'm an honorable thing. Not to even do. honorable, just yeah. I'm going to beat you because I'm better than you. Sure. Okay. I am more angry in than in you. I am more angry. righteous yeah. in this than you. Sure, sure. And I want you to At your very best, so I can kill you at your best. That's because that's 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 how alpha I am. Like that's the (laughs) that's the sense I got from this. Oh, that's great. It was like I don't want any disadvantage. I want you at your like full throttle,
0: and I'm gonna kill you anyways. Yeah. That's how pissed I am at you. Well, um Titan Titan, um King Kupka, he (laughs) he killed tons of people at that hideout. Like personally, yes. like there's that shot of him just outside the hideout, just punching it. And, yes. Uh, so many people died that Clive knew. Yes. Because directly because of Kupka. So Clive is, is is also he is equally as pissed off at Kupka yes. for the death that he caused. Yes. I think he brings it up too because Kupka's like, "Oh, I'm so wronged. They hurt me so much." And yeah. Clive's like, "Yeah, how many people did you kill?" Yeah, and Kupka's like, I'm not answering that. Let's fight to the <laughs> yeah. death. Like, okay, yeah. man Like look inside for two seconds because
1: he talks about how his dream with Benedict. That's right, was his to be dream. The, the king of the world she would be my queen and we would rule together and you crushed that dream Oh, and, man, and how many you dreams, ruined my dream, yeah. dude. How
0: many dreams did you destroy? Like what yeah, are you talking exactly. about? How many people have you killed? And Kupka's like doesn't even I don't think he says anything. He doesn't that. care. <laughs> He's just like we're, we're fighting. We're ending this. Yeah, Okay. So Sid did everything
1: in his power to save that woman, though she was long past saving. And so I did what he couldn't. It was me all along, Hugo. It was you. It was you was You killed her. And he's like, I did. He says, I did. He's like, he owns it right he, away. He is like driving that in. He's, he's yeah. tw- flipping the table. He's like, like you're saying, he's basically playing him in the yeah. scene. And I love that energy that he's meeting him with then I am fortunate indeed. I had thought the most I could wish for was to take the life of one he loved just as he did to me. But it seems I was wrong and I shall have my revenge. Uh, we shared a dream that I'd be the king of the world or he went through that, but you crushed that dream. Hear me, Rosfield, you will pay for what you've done. I'll tear you apart with my bare hands. And what have you? How many people have you killed? How many dreams have you crushed? You're not the only one who has seen their world fall apart around them. You'll get no pity from me, Kupka. No pity and no mercy. No and the, mercy. And the, the 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 delivery of that line was just awesome. Like well, it's so
0: cool. <laughs> yeah, you know, that was so good. But then their next line, where they're yeah. like, "Now, now th- they say it together. together yeah. They <laughs> both say it." So good. It's so good. But also, we didn't mention that Kupka punched Clive's dad's favorite chair. Yeah, I destroyed the
1: throne. <laughs> yep.
0: Clive is pissed about that. Yep. How dare you? That was my dad's favorite chair. Yep. <laughs> you broke it, you jerk. Um, so then the fight happens. It's like trading blows. Um, you beat him, right? Mm-hmm. But then the cutscene plays with him beating you until you have you, this genius move yeah. to uh, feign. And cuts then his ch- cuts his hands off. Cut his hands off.
1: Now, I was talking to you really about good. this before the podcast. <laughs> I'm getting a little bit pissed as I play this game yeah. because there are a lot of elements that were in a novel I finished two years ago but have not published yet. And now I'm I'm pissed because people are going to think I (laughs) stole my ideas from this game. But I promise you I finished this book long before this game came out or any trailers had been released, I think. Um, So now I'm either going to have to change that or hope that I've executed it better. (laughs) But anyway, the more it's going along,
0: I'm like, man, come on. You know, that's been happening to me, but with uh, Hogwarts Legacy. (laughs) Oh, have you been I, playing? Them? I had some really cool magic ideas um, years b- before that game came out. Oh, and um, have you played the game? No, but oh. I've been watching. Oh, so I have been watching a playthrough of it um, in Korean. I oh, found this okay. Korean guy who plays through the whole game, and um, I'm just like, really, I'm like, I'm pretty upset at some <laughs> of the stuff that they did because I'm just like, I'm just saying, Hogwarts Legacy stole a lot of ideas from me, and I will hold that until I die. They stole it. They plucked it from my dreams. <laughs> They crushed they cr- your dream, dude. <laughs> <laughs> they crushed my dreams! But
1: you crushed that dream. into dust! how could they? Anyways, I was pissed. Uh, because something... I'm not gonna describe what happens in no. my novel, but something not exactly the same, but similar happens, and I was really proud of it. It was, like, one of my favorite moments from the novel, yeah. and then they have in this game, and now people are gonna think I took I was like, no, dude. No. <laughs> no I did not. Anyway,
0: okay, so here's um, my note from this part. Cutting off his hands was really sweet. And then my note here says, My shadow enjoyed that very much. <laughs> oh, but I would never do that or, or secretly want to do that. No, of course not. I, I would never. Yeah. But I really liked watching it for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Anywho, that was, really, that was really unexpected, right? And it's almost like a fate worse than death. You see Kupka a little bit later on in a, a cutscene. He's trying to, like, eat. Because he mm. oh, Spoiler, I guess he doesn't die. He doesn't die here. Um, he's trying to eat without hands or with these fake replacement. Yeah, hands, yeah, yeah. And he is—he just can't. Like, Th- like cutting. That was another thing. I hands like, He's, he's was, an idiot. Because, like, how is he trying to literally pick up a fork with <laughs> hands that don't? It, they're just have showing. Him. <laughs> he's just pissed. Like, we yeah. gave him a fate almost a fate worse than death. Like, yeah. it's like you're going to live as a cripple from now on, and you're you're the, so powerful, and you're not going to be able to use it. Yeah. Right, that's what that's what um, Clive did for him. It was very good. Yeah, but then anyway, Koopka, cuts the
1: hands off, yeah. and Clive is about to cut his head off. Yes, but then he starts taking the blessing of I Titan. I know how does like okay, no, it's only happened a couple now. times, and he's like, oh crap! And so he yeah. he falls over, head splitting. You know, and so Kupka gets back up, like, oh, I'm going to kill you now. But then, well, he calls him a son of a whore. Um,
0: I thought that was very interesting. yes. He he must really not like Annabella.
1: Yes. Uh, What's his name? I think his last oh, name is it's Harbrand. 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 Harbrand or Harbrand? something. Like that. But he has, his first name is really, it's like Slep, Slepnir or something like
0: that. Harbard. 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 Yeah, Harbard. He's the Lord That's
1: Commander it. of Walud. So Walud dudes yeah. have showed up to That's stop right. Kukla from being killed. Yeah, lucky that. Um, and yeah. that surprises Gavin, Jill and Clive. Like, what what's Walud doing here? What the fuck? yeah? But he basically stops him. He punches him. This little dude just...
0: Like knocks him out and carries him on his shoulder on his back out. Yeah, this was crazy. I was like, "Who is that?" Because they don't tell you much up front. Yeah, and he kind of looks maybe like Joshua or something. Like he just looks like at a fir- blonde. At first, I thought he was Olivier. Dude. Oh, ooh, and then it yeah, turned out it, would be it wasn't
1: him. But that's what ooh. I thought at first. I was like, "Whoa, they're the kid." Whoa, crappy strong. But that guy kind of looks small like dude, Olivier. But. Oh, he does. And I think the, there's yeah. a reason for this. Okay, In talking about puppets and things. But like, I don't know for sure, Ooh. but I th- well, I'm thinking uh, mm. that uh, this dude, whatever his name is, Commander Har- 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 harper Harp, Harper. Harbird, Harbert I think he and Olivier are like the same type of being. Ooh. They look really similar
0: to me. They do. They do. <clears throat> that is interesting. Yeah. I was actually going to draw a parallel between Olivier and this is just a half big thought, but uh, <laughs> Olivier and the, the girl selling potions. Yes. Right. Um. But that one's way more interesting. I'll have to think about that. That's awesome.
1: Yeah. So he carries him out. And so it's like, okay, uh, we're going to have to go after him later. Oh, Let's and get he calls us
0: Mythos, too.
1: Yes, he does. He, he refers and to so Clyde like, as Mythos. so it's like, okay,
0: you're connected to Ultima somehow. Who yep. are you? And I don't, says, he we says, haven't seen him before. Another
1: right? time, Mythos. And then he walks out. Yeah. So they're like, okay, what is Walud doing here? And this was the note I read earlier when Byron shows up at the hideout and says, we saw the ships and whatnot. And they go, oh, I get it. Uh, Walud showed up, there's no way that they sailed with a guy with arms cut off all the way yeah. around and harsh you know, conditions in, in the waves to yeah. get back to the Delmikian Republic. Report. They took him over the land to get him home and to bathe in the ether and try to heal his wounds right. quickly. Well, Lude is involved in this somehow. Right. They did not want him killed. I don't know why, but mm. that's what you're gonna have to go find out. And so that's Clive's next mission, which we're gonna have to hold off for next time. We are, He's gonna go finish oh, the job. Man. He's going to go kill Kupka, but he's got to go into the Dalmecan Republic, into Drake's fang itself, which is where he lives, basically. Like, his house is inside the crystal. It's
0: like right around the the heart, like the the heart of the crystal.
1: Yeah. And so, uh, anyway, that's where we have to stop for now. Is there anything else up to that point you had notes on? Trying to see if I skipped anything. I don't um, think so.
0: We, hold on, let me look at this. No. No. I, I do have one general note, but uh, I'm going to hold off on it till later. So, yeah, that's where I, we're I at. I put uh,
1: Tarya is not going to allow Jill to leave this time. She's ordered yeah. to rest. Yep. So, it's just going to be Byron and Clive going off together. Byron decides he's going to go because he's on his way somewhere else. I think to uh, Kev, Kev, Kev near oh, or someplace right. like that, the that's Free right. Cities. He's going there to do some trade. Yeah. And he's like, well, it'll just be a short detour. I'll go with you, and then we'll split off when you head to the Fang, and I'll go do my business um so you're traveling with uncle byron for this particular mission it's
0: really sad that uncle byron's gonna die because i really <laughs> <laughs> i'm like 99 sure um i really yeah. like his character
1: yeah i like him too um so yeah that's gonna be it for this week next All right, everyone. next time
0: we'll next we'll time do Kupka, the final the final the, battle the king Koopka battle with which titan was so so fun it's it actually really so fun it, it was my favorite of by icon far battles. of the icon battles. mine too
1: yeah, I every stage
0: good. of it was just oh it was so good okay.
1: um, yeah and then I guess we'll see how far we get my plan was to get yep. all the way up to Bahamut which is okay. the next one I don't know if we will or not mm. because we're going to have to cover this but we'll see but play up at least through uh, Bahamut which is the icon battle after Titan and uh, then you will have been caught up to where we'll have got to for the next episode till next week peace out fellas